This Karay Bradshaw, Mr. Altibia, Mr. Lee Boys can't touch me on my worst day. And this is JJ Solomon. And this is the Spit Bucket Podcast. Your boy, Mr. RTBA, Mr. 214, Senior Dos, Uno Cuarto, Senior Dos, Cato, say Mr. Undeniable, Mr. D. Boys can't touch me. <laughs> On my worst day, right here with my dog, JJ Solomon. What's popping? What's up, brother? What's up, brother? Are, are our cameras on running right? Yeah, yeah, we, we good, man. It's on you now, man. What's popping, JJ Solomon? Boy, what's popping? <laughs> it's been a hot day, crazy week. Uh, can't complain, though. Blessed. Blessed yeah. to be alive. Blessed to see another day. Um, and I'm. Happy to be here, man. Happy to be here. Yeah, definitely happy to be here, man. And we are the Spit Bucket Podcast. Uh, we stream live on all platforms from Apple to iHeart to YouTube. To Podbean. Podbean to yeah. Facebook. So everybody, y'all make sure y'all go give us a like on that. And also, if y'all looking for our clothing line, we do have our own clothing line where we have all our memorabilia where y'all could definitely go snatch everything up in there one thing at a time or just go get everything at the same time go to the spitbucketpodcast.com big shout out real quick to our sponsors uh ko therapeutic um they the one who sponsor uh, this entire show the spit bucket podcast we are so proud and happy uh to have a partnership uh with them guys jj ko therapeutic is just the best but they give me so much comfort. I'm hurting a lot. I'm constantly suffering from chronic back pain. But let's take a quick second just before we get into some highly, highly disputed conversations we've seen on social media. Before we get into that, let's take a second to see what our friends over at KO Therapeutics are all about. We all have battles. We fight. We train. work. We persevere. And we celebrate. We are all one. I can't do anything if I can't walk in my prosthetic. It's a lot of pain that I feel throughout my day. It can be very intense. Now I just put that balm over it and it will heal up much faster and it will let the callus recover. That's amazing. It is a total game changer. I am hooked. I am absolutely, I just, I'm just hooked. Life is hard. KO makes it better. KOCBD.com. Thank you again, KO Therapeutics, KO CBD products for pain management, pain relief. I'm telling you guys, especially you know if you're into if you're an athlete, if you have a one of them tough jobs where your back is just absolutely killing you at the end of the day, we got the roll on, we've got the uh, the drops, and then this bad boy right here, the bomb. Rub, rub it on you. I'm telling you, this is the most powerful. The bomb helps with inflammation and pain. Uh, so CBD and CBG, 500 milligrams of CBG, 3,000 milligrams, full-spectrum full CBD. So this will help you. Check it out. KOCBD.com. Use the code TSB10 for a 10% discount. I assure you, 
your you will appreciate it. So big shout out to the folks over KO Therapeutics. We appreciate you guys. Uh, yeah, but, no, seriously though, because I'm living proof. You living proof. Uh, yeah. I got a wife. I got a son. Uh, I don't know about the other one yet, uh, but I know <laughs> leg problems running their family. And since we got this KO Therapeutics about a month and a half ago, my son have had no knee problems. I'm not on here to gas everybody up from the 214, that dos uno cuarto, two across the pond. I'm not on here to do that. I'm on here to let the truth come to the power and the power come to the truth. When I tell you KO Therapeutics have healed my son. JJ, it was long nights dealing with my son moaning and groaning about it, his leg. Is it restless leg syndrome or is oh, it just pain? He was just having pain. Oh, yeah. We put that KO Therapeutic on the... <laughs> Mr. Miyagi, wax off, uh, wax off, back together. Yeah, man. Thank you so much, guys. Not just thank you for the sponsorship, but thank you for the product because we uh, we love it. We use it. We pass it. We pass it around at parties now. And uh, yeah, so big shout out to those guys. Um, but man, we updated <laughs> our pound for pound list this week. Ooh, a lot oh, a lot of people got hot. Y'all got hot and bothered out there. I don't know what happened, man. It's like everybody's watching a completely different sport. So we're going to get into this a little bit uh, as far as what we did it, how we came. Look, pound for pound lists are never easy to make, right, as an individual. <laughs> we're a team. So we have to come together, and we, we, we don't just say, okay, cool, this guy won a fight, so let's put him up there. We discuss it. We talk about it. Sometimes there's some disagreements. Sometimes there's, okay, I see, you know, it was compromise, which I wish a lot of you, you people could <laughs> try to do and not just be in love with these dudes. So we came up with our pound-for-pound pound list. You know, for the longest time, we had had from uh, Omaha, Nebraska's own Terrence Crawford a sitting number one pound-for-pound, pound, but we made some changes. We made some changes. Let's go and show folks the updated pound-for-pound. Pound. There we go. Sorry about that. Uh, we had Canelo. You know what? Let me put this back up here, man. Let me put it back up here. So that
that you've been following, fighters that you think are the best in the world, listen, you got to put your heart aside and do this thing. It's, it's a list based on what we've seen. It's a list based on opinions. What we're going to do real quick, we're going to go um, to commercial break, play our sponsors. We'll be right back. Oh, yeah, we have a uh, cool, technical difficulty. We all have battles. We fight. We train. We work. We persevere. And we celebrate. We are all one. I can't do anything if I can't walk in my prosthetic. It's a lot of pain that I feel throughout my day. It can be very intense. Now I just put that balm over it and it will heal up much faster and it will let the callus recover. That's amazing. It is a total game changer. I am hooked. I am absolutely, I just, I'm just hooked. Life is hard. KO makes it better. KOCBD.com. All right, I think we should be good. We're going to try this pound-for-pound discussion one more time. So I'm going to put it up, our updated list. Looks like we're coming in. All right, so there we go, Corey. All right, so let's talk about this. I think everybody can hear it now. I think we're coming in. All right, so let's talk about the changes we made. For a long time, not only us, but a, a, a lot of folks around the world had Omaha, Nebraska's own Terrence Crawford sitting there number one pound for pound. The guy's been undisputed at 140. The guy's held some belts at 135 and uh, moved up to 147, won a belt there. So he's, you know, deservingly so number one. But there's been a lot of movement since his last fight. There's been a lot of activity. So... We still respect Crawford. We still think Terrence Crawford's an excellent fighter, but that inactivity ultimately is what we, why, why we brought him down. We brought uh, Alexander Usyk up to the top. Uh, we've got Inoue at, uh, at number two. Terrence Crawford dropped down to number three. Errol Spence Jr., Dallas, Texas own, uh, number four. Jermel Charlo, number five. Canelo, six. Haney, seven. Undisputed Haney, seven. Uh, better be of eight. Shakur Stevenson, nine. And Dimitri Bivel rounding off the top at number 10. Uh, round off the top at number 10. So, Correa, we've taken some heat, man. We've had a lot of people agreeing, saying best list I've ever seen. But we've had some people really, really, really adamant about their li this list being a joke and we some clowns and I don't even know how y'all get a, t a boxing channel. <laughs> Let's talk about it, man. What, what's, uh, hey, how you feeling hey, about who's... Hey, shout out to you, J.J. Solomon. Uh, shout out to the... Uh, everybody who was involved with the spit bucket are coming up with that great new pound for pound list. Um, let me let me holler at everybody out here from the two one four to across the pond. CJJ, when when it comes to, to to boxing, this is called the sport of boxing. This is not the sport of emotions or the sport of feelings. This is called the sport of boxing. Listen, when you make it to Terrence Crawford level or even Earl Spence or a new or, or, or Jamel Charlo, you know, 
to maintain that pound-for-pound pound status as numero uno, as the best fighter from the 2142 across the pond, you have to be consistent. And when we talk about Turns Bud Crawford, his last fight was in November. We're two months away from that. It's going to be a year, JJ, yeah. since we've seen Turns Bud Crawford in the ring. And I'm sorry, not on our list, because this is our list. Not on our list. We're not going to let a guy be um, – Stagnant. Stagnant on the sidelines. Inactive. Hoping and a wishing and a wishing and a hoping. And this is the thing right here. Terrence Crawford put himself, himself <laughs> in this position. Absolutely, dude. And, and here's the thing. Being a top ten fighter in the world is an honor. We're not, we're not, we're not saying, oh, Crawford, you sorry, so you're bumping down to number three. No, that's still a great, great honor. We still respect the hell out of Terrence Crawford. We're in Dallas, Texas, in Errol Spence's hometown, <laughs> who we respect, who we like to fight. I like Errol Spence a little bit more than I like Terrence. If you want me to put my emotions yeah. into it. But we use our eyeballs. We take this little guy. We put him away. We use our brain. What have we seen? And who deserves it? Man, Errol Spence is a phenomenal fighter. But here's the problem. We touched on it. You know, the most criticism we've been getting is because, you know, obviously you're going to have your Terrence Crawford fans and your Errol Spence fans going in circles, arguing about their favorite fighter in the whole world. But when you talk about the, when the criticism we've been getting on social media is, is for Usyk and anyway, and you know, the problem is these people haven't watched, they, people haven't watched them. They haven't watched them and, or they don't know them. Or they're not familiar with them, or or anything along those lines. Listen, Inoue is a monster. He's a monster. We didn't just put him on our pound for pound list because ESPN did. You know, I I couldn't possibly care less about what ESPN does with, when it comes to boxing. But Inoue, when he was his eighth fight, man, he's he's winning he's winning belt. He went he he went through a war with Nonito Donaire. I had somebody tell me. Well, uh, he got his jaw broken against Donaire and struggled against an old fighter. Listen, what do they say about fighters the older they get, Correa? The strength, the power is the last thing yep, to go. Yep, yep. Inouye is still a hell of a – I mean, not yet. Donaire is still a hell of a fighter. Inouye had his jaw broke, dude, and he, he dominated that fight for the rest of the fight. And then for the haters, they fought again, and Inouye completely destroyed Donaire. But again, that's not, we don't, just because he beat Donaire is not why we have him on the list. The guy is a well rounded fighter. The guy's got power. The guy can take a punch, obviously. And he fights. He fights. He stays active. So, so everybody's like, well, I was in, in a way up there on your list because we watch him and we watch the sport. And the guy is phenomenal. And the guy's a monster. Same thing with Usyk. Now, now we had Usyk's pretty picture on there. How in the world do you? Do people argue against Usyk? How do y'all have Usyk so high? I have no idea. You know, see, the thing about uh, boxing, like you said, they got a lot of feelings. This ain't the sport of feelings. This ain't the sport of emotions. This is the sport of boxing, once again, like I said. And when it comes to Terrence Crawford, that's not us telling not how great he is. Terrence Crawford is excellent. You know, when it comes to Terrence Crawford and what he's doing in the sport of boxing, like, that's no denying that he earned one of them positions uh -huh. on the pound-for-pound pound list. Absolutely. But the thing about it, Usyk just did the unthinkable, right? He went against a guy who beat 
before Vladimir this last Christo. fight. Oh, no, I'm okay. talking about Anthony Joshua. Before this last fight, Anthony Joshua has beaten every opponent he faced. And especially um, when it comes to rematches, Anthony Joshua, we've seen against Andy Ruiz, he came back a better fighter and he won that fight. So a lot of people from the 2 1 photo across the pond thought Anthony Joshua was, was going to come in here and do a, a whole lot better, which I say he did. But Alexander Usyk just showed how great he is. Now, like you said, J.J. Solomon, heavyweights, we usually don't pay no attention to them. We don't. But when you come from cruiserweight being undisputed, then you got three belts. You one belt away from the heavyweight. How is it a question? How is it a question? How is it a question, man? He beat the man that beat the man. Yeah, Vladimir Klitschko was, was there towards the end of his career when Anthony Joshua fought him. But... He had Anthony Joshua out. He, had, he gave him a run for his money. Anthony Joshua earned his belt. And then we get little guy, cruiserweight, Usyk, who's undisputed champ at cruiserweight, moves up, does the, like you said, the unthinkable. The unthinkable. Beats him not once, beats him twice. And you know what? He beats him convincingly. He beats him convincingly. convincingly. Took his best shot. Hey, and we're missing something. The dude, just got, the dude just got back from war. He just got back from fighting for his country. Oh, JJ. You know what I mean? You want to talk about distractions? Ooh. You want to talk about distractions, Whoa. dude? He was fighting for his country, comes back to defend his championship, and you mean to tell me, no, Usyk doesn't belong on there? <laughs> now, I will say this. You know, the pound-for-pound pound list was made not for heavyweights because obviously every heavyweight in the world can be all these smaller guys, right? We get that. We wanted to give Usyk his flowers and let him at least stay there on the top because, listen, once Usyk digs his feet in into the heavyweight championship, let's say Usyk goes and fights Fury, which we're going to discuss here in a little bit, and he's an established heavyweight, and we know that's where he's going to stay for long term. Yeah, we'll probably have to take him off the list because I don't feel heavyweight should be on on the uh, – Yeah, but J.J. is different. It's 100% like it's different. It's pound for pound, right? Yeah. Usyk came from cruiserweight, That's right? the definition That's of the it. difference. It's pound for pound. So when you got you idiots out here <laughs> complaining about a dude who come from cruiserweight, cruiserweight is what? Uh, 200, 200. Uh, 200. 200, yeah. Yeah, What's 200. Yeah. Then, he, 200? then he come up and he weighing what, 221 pounds? Anthony Joshua weighing damn near 260? And you telling me that this dude ain't pound for pound? Man, stop playing with me. Like, it's a mockery. It's a mockery. With this pound for pound list and how a lot of these old timers or whatever they say, they looking at it. See, this is the one thing about life. And I'm going to keep saying this until the day I die. With time comes a change. Don't nothing stay the same forever. 100%, dude. And listen, somebody else brought up, well, the moment Usyk moved up to heavyweight, he shouldn't have been on the pound for pound list. Answer me this. Corey, how would people have responded when Roy Jones moved up? to fight uh, John Ruiz for the heavyweight championship of the world. How, and he moved up. So because Roy Jones moved up to heavyweight and took some straps, should we have taken him off a pound-for-pound list? No. Absolutely nobody, not. The world would have gone crazy had you removed Roy Jones. So, yeah, he moved up. Yeah, Roy Jones didn't stay for long. Like we said, when you know, we'll, we'll, we'll reevaluate. Jose, I think it's these Americans. And you Here know, I go. keep saying it's these <laughs> privileged Americans. Jose, these Americans are just too privileged. This ain't the, uh, 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 the, the American boxing. This yeah. is called world championship boxing. I'm telling you, uh, 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 America's. 
Americans and, and the privilege of Americans to not think a guy from another country don't deserve to be on this list. That's crazy to me. Yeah, he's saying uh, I've heard anyway shouldn't be on that list. Why? Because he's Japanese. That, that's not why. I mean, they're not saying he shouldn't be because he's Japanese. But we know if you're asking about anyway, then we know you don't watch him. Because I challenge you guys. Listen, we obviously there's copyright rules and we can't throw the fight on up here to show you. Go back and instead of running your mouth ignorantly without seeing these guys, just because you don't know the smaller fighters, just because he's a little guy, just because he's 118 and you know, maybe you can move up to 120, he's a three-division champ. Inoue is a three-division champ with a loaded resume, with not that long a career just yet. Three division champ. He's a champion. He's a champion of the world from Japan. He's knocking people out, and people still asking questions. And then he <laughs> just called out Stephen Fulton. Yeah. Fulton. Oh, and that's a, a unified champ, a weight class above him. What else do this dude got to do? I wonder if he got the hula hoop with fire By around Anthony him Joshua. for thirty seconds for them to give him his his flowers, like Jesus Christ. And then, boy, oh, boy. Listen, you know what J.J. stands for, right? <laughs> what does it stand for? What does J.J. stand for? Jose. Jose, Jose Jr. Which, obviously, <laughs> yeah. I'm a Latino. <laughs> and la raza got to stand together. <laughs> so when people seen Canelo fall down to number yeah. six, <laughs> you'd have thought I walked into a quinceanera and insulted every single person there. Listen, guys, like Correa said, this isn't a fair. Listen, I respect Canelo Alvarez, great fighter. I think he'll be he'll crack up top two, three again. He will one day. I I believe so. Once he you know recovers from this loss, listen, Canelo moved up one weight division. All right, let's stop talking about everything else. He went from 168 where he's undisputed. He moved up to 175, and he got outclassed, outboxed, outworked. He brought absolutely nothing to the table. Yeah, we've seen what Canelo does. Yeah, we've seen his skill set. But that night, against another champion who was just seven pounds heavier than your, where you're undisputed at, undisputed at, you looked awful, Canelo. Awful. Awful. Yeah, so, yes, we're going to drop you down. You remember the BCS, uh, BCS rankings back in the day? <laughs> you had a bad day? It's they dropped you. You got dropped. And you got to work your way back you gotta up. You got to work your way back up. And Canelo can work his way back up, just like Terrence Crawford can work his way back up. For all you people out there who salty, it's mostly the people from the 402 because that's the only thing they got <laughs> down there. I'm just saying, yeah. Cornhuskers suck. The only thing popping in Nebraska <laughs> is Terrence Crawford. So obviously, every time you mention his name and it don't go their way or where they feel like you're discrediting them, they're going to have a huge problem. It's best, and, and you just being honest mm -hmm. about uh, the assessment of Terrence Crawford. Now, obviously, it's a big-time matchup out there. Earl Spence versus Terrence Crawford. Obviously. How can we say with that big-time matchup where people saying this is the biggest fight, this is the biggest fight, right, since Tommy the Hitman's Hearns, Sugar Ray Linden, how can't the winner out that fight skyrocket back to pound for pound number one? But they're going to have to fight They got to do it. They got to do it. And when we do it, when it happens, if it happens now, another thing we're about to talk about here in a little bit, as much as I'm tired of talking about it, when Spence and Crawford fight, that fight naturally, 
the winner of that fight's going to be the number one pound-for-pound pound fighter in the world, which is why I think that fight's the biggest fight since the 80s. Bigger than De La Hoya Trinidad. Because this is for undefeated. This is for undisputed. This is for number one pound-for-pound pound in the world. And, and here's the thing. But wasn't De La Hoya and Trinidad undefeated when they fought each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't for undisputed. But, I'm, uh, but oh, yeah. No, and, I, and when, I, when I say it's bigger than De La Hoya Trinidad, okay. I don't mean... Uh, social status wise, I don't because okay. you know when when Trinidad and Delahoya fought the that world, was huge. yeah, that was that stopped what you're doing. Yeah, Bud Spence probably ain't gonna have because if it was if if that fight did stop the world down the way Trinidad Delahoya did, then we wouldn't be having this. When is it gonna happen? Uh, discussion, but in terms of what it means to the sport, again, undisputed, undefeated, still on the line. Where we at here? Over here, undefeated, undisputed, um, pound for pound, the fight. Is huge. These guys are still in their prime. Bud's getting older, but they're still in the prime. The fight needs to happen, and when that happens, yeah, he getting older. But they always say, "Bud don't smoke. Bud don't drink. Bud stay in the gym." So I don't want to hear all that. Bud getting older, like that. I ain't saying you saying that, but that's what a lot of, of the people say. Oh, he trying to age Bud out. Well, you same people who I hear say he trying to age Bud out. The same ones who tell me Bud don't drink. Bud don't smoke. Bud always in the gym. Stop playing with me. Bro, I, I'm going to take it here. Let, hey, real quick, let's give a shout out. Pat Greedy, a new, a new subscriber. Uh, what's up, fellas? I appreciate you, dude. Dennis Cooper said, oh, he's talking about the picture. Trevor Young, what's up, Trevor? Trevor. Jo Joseph Brown says, Inouye will be undisputed. And if Fulton get in the ring with Inouye, he's going to KO Fulton. I agree. If you haven't fought all year, how you stay ahead of others putting in work this year? I agree 100%, Joseph Brown. But these people, these fans of the sport are so in their feelings that, listen, I, okay, look, I, I got the okay. I'm a Cowboys fan, right? Mm -hmm. And I love the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. But I understand we haven't done a damn thing in almost 30 <laughs> years, right? And it sucks. It's sad. It's sad, it's sad to see that we haven't even been to a conference championship. It hurts. So I understand you, Terrence Crawford fans, <laughs> that when your guy gets booted down, it hurts. But it shouldn't. He's still number three in the world. He's still number three on our list. It hurts him. I don't understand why the pain is there. Why do you start got to start criticizing oh, us? Oh, why do you have to say I don't know about boxing because we drop Bud down? Man, it's it's absurd. And most dude, it's an opinion based list. I if you come to me with an educated reason as to why you hate our list and the worst list we've ever seen in, in the history of boxing, give me some educated rebuttals. Give me a response. Don't just say, well, Bud number one, or whatever the case. Canelo, you know, and, and you know what? I mean, so here's the thing. Oh, I wanted to bring this up. Okay. So, well, we dropped Canelo down below Jamel Charlo. Mm -hmm. I understand. That was difficult for me. All right. That was difficult because I think the world of Canelo Alvarez. And I, and I bet. I dropped Canelo lower, but here's the thing, bro. If Jermel Charlo, at 154 pounds, were to move up, just say, for example, he were to move up to 168 pounds to fight Canelo. I know, I know this is never going to happen. Jermel Charlo would give Canelo Alvarez a better fight than what Canelo did for Bevo. A hundred percent. It might end in a knockout. Canelo might knock him out, but Jermel would be competitive. So, And you know what's crazy, though, too, Jay? We just moved him down three spots. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, Canelo Alvarez. We just moved him down three spots. This is the double standard right here. Yeah. If Jermel Charlo would have lost to um, Castano, Castano, yeah, people would have took Jermel Charlo off 100%. the list. 
Off the, they're waiting to take them off the And there is a double standard there. And you know why? Because people watch fight again with their emotions. They don't like Jermel Charlo. He, he talks too much. Uh, he runs his mouth too much. Jermel is a dog. Yeah. Jermel had a, a hell of a fight. I honestly thought Brian Castaño won the first fight. Me too. Uh, but Jermel came back. He showed that grit. He showed that work. And, uh, and he shut the fans up. He shut the haters up, the critics up. So we watch the fights. We build our list accordingly. We don't get like you guys who are all upset. Like, no, correct. And sometimes I'm in my feelings. <laughs> Face it. Emotions. <laughs> me over. Listen. It's not who do we like better. It's not who do we want to come to our birthday party. It's not who do we want to have a beer with. It's not who talks less, talks more noise outside of the ring. It's who we think right now, pound for pound. And I promise you, in four weeks and in eight weeks and in 12 weeks, the list is going to be different. Where are we at? Correzo is over here, Correzo. Oh. The list is going to be different. So don't write home to mama. Don't write the FCC. Don't call the Better Business Bureau because we don't know <laughs> what we're doing. We watch as we watch it. We, we put our fan hat away. Yeah. We're fans of the sport. We put our individual fans and we make the list. Based on what we saw. What I loved about after Usyk and Joshua, we immediately, immediately said, number one, right? Number one. That wasn't even a debate. See, now, JJ, this is what they could say if we was bisect. Yeah. We from Dallas, Texas. We from that 214, that DFW. We from the Metroplex. So if we would have had Earl Spence, number one, then all you silly rabbit tricks for kid-ass folks who had to... <laughs> then y'all could have said something. Yeah, 100%, man. I just don't get it. I don't understand it. I urge you guys, listen, because, and we're going to get into this, but this getting upset when Crawford dropped down or so-and-so's ahead of somebody else and it really makes you mad, I promise you we're not doing it with emotions. But th those emotions that you're feeling, that's one of the big reasons these fights aren't happening. Because you guys... Stand for y'all's fighters, no matter what they do, no matter what they say. And y'all, we have to hold them accountable. <laughs> yes. We have to. Talk that we, shit, JJ. we can't just say, well, well, if Bud don't want to fight, Bud don't want to fight. Well, if Spence don't want to fight him and he needs to meet him. No, man. And we're about to get into this. This is the next topic about what's going on overseas in boxing. But put your emotions out of it. Put your emotion. Oh, and then one more thing. It's not a belt count either. It's not who's got the most belts. You know why? Because Cambosa's never sniffed our list. Never sniffed it. So whenever you make the debate, oh yeah, but so uh, but so and so got has more and more more and more belts, and this guy had three belts, but that guy has two. But we don't look at that either, man. We look at their performance. George Cambosa's was nowhere near our list. We respected him. There was a period where we thought Cambosa's might give Haney a good fight. I, as we got closer to the fight, I started kind of. I did. I, hold yeah. up. Hold up. I definitely thought George Cambosis was going to smoke Devin Haney boots. I ain't mad to say that, but that's another thing we're going to get into when we're talking about Devin Haney and how I look at him now. But go ahead, Jay. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not a bell count. Because if it was a bell count, Cambosis would have automatically went on there as soon as he beat Teofimo Lopez. We didn't put Teofimo Lopez on our list after he beat um, Lomachenko. It's, what have you done? How did you look? We don't look at your entire resume. Like, right now. 
But JJ, hold up. If we looking at Terrence Crawford entire, oh yeah, you're right, you're right. If they yeah. want to go there yeah. and talk about his entire resume, he don't deserve to scratch the surface of the pound for pound. If we talking about his resume, JJ, yeah, yeah, it's no look. Salute to him. I'm just saying because they like to pick and choose their battles. hundred percent. It's easy to pick and choose our battles. We could we could poke the belly too. It's easy to poke the belly. One thing they don't. Give us credit for. We never said Terrence Crawford wasn't great. No, no, no. We never said we never said that this fight between him and Earl Spence ain't 50 50. Yep. It's a preference fight. We never they they miss they 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 see us say, oh, he number three on the list. They see us say he number three on the list, right? But then they 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 forget everything else. Yeah. Great. We said about him, JJ. Yeah, they forget that we called him number one for the longest time. And the only reason we moved Bud down was because of the inactivity. We, man, I thought the world of Josh Taylor not too long ago. We had Josh Taylor on our list. He looked terrible in his last fight against Catterall. And, and, and he looked terrible. And we thought he lost that fight. We thought he lost that fight. So we bumped him off the list. Even though he didn't lose on paper, even though he still has his belt, or, hey, he's losing about day. He's vacating. He's vacating. Yeah, um, but he said he waiting on that cataract smoke again. Yeah, we, I salute that. I like Look, it. Hold up, Jay. I know. I, I, I salute yeah, you, Josh Taylor, because he could have easily took another route. Josh Taylor done been there one forty. He had a questionable victory, and that shows his character. Where he trying to get that bad taste out his mouth. So salute to Josh Taylor for waiting on that Jack. Catterall rematch. I love it, man. I appreciate what he's doing for his legacy, for the sport. You know what? Catterall's not a huge name. Catterall's not going to sell tickets. Josh Taylor wants that rematch. Josh Taylor wants to take that sour taste out of his mouth. Josh Taylor knows he had a bad night. And listen, Josh Taylor goes and does what we know Josh Taylor knows how to do. He might just be back on our list. And we all might just, y'all might just hate it again, man. And I'm, I just, I'm getting so tired of grown ass men, grown men, right? Who get so emotional. We didn't talk about Terrence Crawford's mama. We didn't say Errol Sp We didn't say Canelo uh, is a clembuterol taker drug cheat. We just basing it off what happens in the squared circle that we all love so much. Every viewer on here loves the sport. So for one second, please get out your damn feelings and watch. With us, the way we watch. And another thing about it, see, they 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 gonna make me go there, and I and I love to go there because I am Mister. I'm on that bullshit again. So let me go there, right? We talking about Terrence Crawford. If we judging off people last fights, he fought a guy, a retired fighter coming into the ring. Did he beat Sean Porter? Did he knock him out? Do something that nobody else ain't did in history? But that guy was thinking about retirement. But they don't want to talk about that. Not at all. Damn, I was about to say something. Oh, let me read some of these comments, Correct, because they're making some good comments. Salute to all of the chat. Um, Al Money, pound for pound is fun to do and hard at the same time. It's very difficult, man. It's difficult because all of these athletes are superior, phenomenal athletes. They're great at what they do. There's people on the bubble. A lot of people think Tank Davis should be in there, and, and a lot of people make a good argument. He's not on our list. We've got our reasons. It's got nothing to do with what we don't like about him outside the ring. We just don't think Tank Davis is there yet. Can Tank Davis get there? Absolutely. I don't, I don't know. I think he can. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know because the way 
Tank, we ain't seen Tanky fight nobody since Jose Pedraza. We done seen Jose Pedraza fight better competition than Tank have yeah. since they fought. So why Tank don't deserve no spot on our list? He ain't fought no. He always talking about I do this to you, Ryan Garcia. I do that to you, Devin Haney. I do this to you, Tiafimo Lopez. But we ain't seen nothing. And you know who I was super critical of? I, I didn't. I didn't think Devin Haney. Devin Haney has shut me up. And this is what I want you guys to do. When you're wrong, admit it. When you're wrong, admit it. I, I was never uh, that impressed with Devin Haney, man. I really wasn't. But Devin Haney has slowly started to earn my, I'm just a regular old peon, but my respect. Like, I respect Devin Haney. I made adjustments to how I saw him. I didn't just say, nope, he's never going to make it. He sucks. He's pillow-fisted, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and no, Devin Haney, No. I watch the sport. I see their preparation. I see how they believe in themselves. I see how Mr. Haney believes in himself. Boy. And 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 dude, he's on our list. Boy. I, I didn't even argue. I didn't blink. Boy. Put him on there. Hey, JJ, what are we going to next? Uh, hold on. There was one more thing I wanted to make. Oh, no. I want to finish this list. I'll go ahead and the ball. Yeah, so uh, our money, pound for pound is fun to do. Yeah, Joseph Brown. <laughs> LTBA, Crawford fans need you to sing them your one hit sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> I'm in my feelings. <laughs> uh, hey, Nick, was good list, y'all. I don't agree with every spot, which we all, we respect that. That's fine. But it ain't egregiously bad. Joseph Brown. That's fine. Yeah. Which I, it's fine. That's fine. It, it's our list. And, and instead of going on there, on the, on, the ch on the chats and on the comments, and saying y'all's list sucks, I challenge you. Make one. Make one. It ain't easy. Show us you can make one better than ours, and I want you to justify it. Post it. Post it. Justify it. And then uh, Joseph, Joseph Brown, again, quality of opponents and performance are key factors. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, but at the same time, you, I feel that you have to use your eyeball test a lot as well because yep, yep. Let's, let's just, uh, you know, Virgil and Boots, those, are, those guys aren't on our list yet. I not feel even, like. Not even close Yeah. Yet. They're going to be on there one day, I think. And. But look how Boots is beating his opponents. Look how Virgil is beating his opponents. Yeah, these guys are superior fighters, but these guys are getting them out of there. They're never really a close fight. So those are things, yeah, quality of your opponents is a very big, big, big thing to do. If you went 12 rounds with some bum, and, and I, I say bum in, this, in the common factor, I don't think anybody who steps in the ring is a bum. But if you're going against a no uh, somebody who doesn't have the... A guy who... Uh, look, basically, a guy... Who they put in there to lose. You know, like yeah. Devin Haney started his career going to Mexico, fighting them guys. They was getting some extra pace. I'm just saying, that happens in the sport of boxing. A hundred percent. If you go in 12 rounds and it's a split decision against one of those guys, yeah, you don't deserve the conversation, really. But Virgil the Boots, those guys, in my opinion, are going to be on the list one day. And it's because they're mopping the floor with their opponents, man. Yeah, lesser opponents. So, yeah, man, there's a lot to consider. It's not a science. There's no set of rules on how to make your, your, your pound for pound list. Again, this is our list. <laughs> but we don't do it to disrespect anybody. We didn't we didn't say, oh, those Crawford fans are gonna love this. Yeah. No, we just we we, we had Crawford number one when Canelo lost. But they oh, they was hold up. Hold <laughs> up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Everybody from the 214 to across the pond, Jose Jr. When we had Crawford number one when when um Canelo lost, boy, they were clapping their feet. Clapping their hands, stomping their feet, and shouting for joy. We didn't hear nothing. No. Everybody was like, yeah. Oh, they put some respect on our name then. But when we take turns, Crawford down for his inactivity. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. 
When have y'all ever seen a number one? Because, like you say, people have mentioned him number one pound for pound at least the last three years. Who's it? Bud or Canelo? Bud Crawford. Oh, yeah. When have this dude has been a free agent for nine months now? Jose Jr., nine months. This is unprecedented for a guy they say who is this popular, who people been looking at him like that for years. This guy is still signed to nobody. That leads us right next to our conversation. I know the American boxing fan base wants to talk about Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence Jr., and uh, we're going to sprinkle that in with some Usyk and Fury talk. So we're going to everybody, like Mr. Correa says, from 214 Two across the pond in our very, very next segment where, thanks to Dr. Ben, he brought up a great point. I'm, we're about, about to play our, a quick commercial break. Shout out to KO Therapeutics. Take KO! A, take a look what they're doing, but stay tuned immediately after this break because we're about to break down the big WTF is going on with American boxing real quick. And, and, and hold up. When y'all go to KOCBD.com, y'all put in TSB10 and y'all get our discount. Yeah, that away. We all have battles. We fight. We train. We work. We persevere. And we celebrate. We are all one. Can't do anything if I can't walk in my prosthetic. It's a lot of pain that I feel throughout my day. It can be very intense. Now I just put that balm over it and it will heal up much faster and it will let the callus recover. That's amazing. It is a total game changer. I am hooked. I am absolutely, I just, I'm just hooked. Life is hard. KO makes it better. KOCBD.com. Shout out to everybody on here from that 2142 across the pond. You are now tuned in to the Spit Bucket Podcast. This is like EP number 11. 11. 11. You know, so Uno Uno, or however you say it. Onse. Onse. This is, how you say episode? Oh, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think I ever told my, I never told my grandma. We only watched Prices Right and Texas Rangers with my grandma when I was little. And I don't know if she said change the episode, so I might not know how to say episode. So, so we on episode unse. No, no, it's, oh, yeah, number 11, man. Yeah, number 11. Everybody, y'all make sure, look, let me look at something real quick. Okay, we need everybody, if y'all ain't hit that like button, hit that like button. If y'all ain't hit that subscribe button, please hit that subscribe button. Please help support the Spit Bucket Podcast movement. I want everybody on here to know from the 214, wherever you at to across the pond, we are on Monday through Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Okay, yep. Junior? Yup, yup, yup. I'm pulling up, I'm trying to pull up uh, Ben Andrews, Dr. Ben Andrews' uh, post to us. He made an excellent point and he wanted us to come in and discuss it and Listen, man, we're always up for uh, we're always up for ideas, and it was an excellent point. But I can't. They said episodio. What'd you say? You said what? Episodio. Episodio. Episodio unse. Uh, episodio unse. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Episodio. God, I can't wait to call <laughs> Grandma and Grandpa when I get home. Um, 
Cool. Oh, oh, today's grandparents day apparently too. Oh, it is. My mom literally just texted me. So <laughs> happy color. Feliz dia de los abuelos. Feliz dia. Oh. <laughs> Feliz dia de los abuelos. Feliz dia de los abuelos. To all the grandparents from the dos uno cuatro to across the pond. You understand me? Please, please, please like, share, subscribe, guys. We got a lot of stuff coming. We're not just gonna be sitting here talking about boxing. We've got foundations. We've got toy drives coming up. We've got. NFT collections, we've got giveaways, we've got all sorts of stuff. I promise you, we got guests scheduled. It's not just going to be our two big heads doing that <laughs> all the time. We got we got a lot to do and we want y'all to we want to grow with you guys and we want to blend in with the community, not just here in Dallas, but throughout the country and hopefully over overseas one ooh, day. Ooh, you know? ooh. Yeah. And talking about our found our foundation, we have uh the TSB Warrior, Warrior yeah. Foundation. So that's why I encourage everyone, please go on the spitbucketpodcast.com. Get you anything you want from a hat to a hoodie to a tank top to a uh we got everything on there, right? But just know this, when you making that purchase, 10% of everything we do, it go to a fallen warrior, to guys Jerry like McClellan. Gerald McKellen, Pritchard Cologne, just like people who done had injuries in the sport of boxing that, that, that was mind-boggling, and they weren't able to continue doing what they need to do. Talk about that, Jay. Yeah, man, we have a lot of love for the sport. I, I remember watching Gerald McClellan when I was little. I love Gerald McClellan. And I loved his future in the sport. And I remember that day um, that uh, Nigel Ben pretty much ended it, or ended his career, almost ended his life. And, uh, man, that shook me. That shook me because, you know, it shook me kind of like when you were a kid and, uh, and you lose a celebrity. You know, like when Selena died or Kurt Cobain died or Tupac died. Uh, but I was a fan of the sport, too, so much, even as a little, little youngster. Um, but then the older I got, I would always just kind of go and, and Google search and see how he's doing. And folks like that are not getting taken care of. This isn't a, a league like the NBA or the NFL where, you know, they, they've got, yo, great. Sorry, this camera's moving around without us. Uh, all right, we, they can still hear us. But this, this isn't a league where these guys got benefits and stuff like that where they're taken care of. Once you can't fight, you can't fight no more. You can't live no more. You can't. So... We wanted to do something to give back to those guys. And we're going to keep growing, and we're going to keep growing. And as we continue to grow, we're going to keep giving back to those injured injured uh, boxers who gave their all to the sport. We salute you guys, and that's going to be another way the Spit Bucket Podcast gives back to the boxing community. And not only that, um, another momentous project that we're working on that's going to be from when we started to going forward, it's called the TSB Toy Bucket. Right, mm -hmm. man. Shout out to all the gyms who involved right now. I'm gonna let JJ break it down. I just want to let y'all know we have the TSB toy bucket where we're gonna be doing toy drives, and we have a bunch of gyms right now, at least four or five or six gyms who's involved in it. So JJ, please explain that toy. Bucket. Yeah, we'll we're gonna we'll have some marketing material and some ads and all that stuff coming out. But but man, you know. Uh, not everybody's not everybody's as fortunate, man. You know, there's always something to be grateful for. But you know, some kids can't. Some kids don't know who Santa Claus is. You know, and oh, 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 no, yeah. some kids don't know. Some kids don't know. Yeah, who yeah. Uh, Santa yeah. Claus is, and, and like I said, it's with us. We want to bring something different, right? 
we want to be a part of the whole community. We don't want people to just think we on here to do this to talk boxing. Don't get it twisted. We love the sport of boxing. But there's so much more to it that we could bring to our platform that's way more important to boxing. Starting off with mental health. Something that we're really mm. soaking everything from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet into. That's something else we're going to bring uh, different to this podcast. Just It's all different type of things that TSB is, is um, doing, and we just want to let everybody know, and we want y'all to look forward to that. So when we start bringing our new information about the toy drives, we want everybody who rock with us mm-hmm. from the 214 to across the planet. It's not about the Spit Bucket podcast. It's about these kids out there who can't. Get them type of toys. A hundred percent, man. Yeah. So, sorry, I was getting a little emotional. I don't want y'all to see that side of me. Uh, we're not yet. We're not not yet. No, it's cool. No, listen, no, yeah. listen. <laughs> the thing about the thing about this, y'all. Uh, what they say, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. And one thing about me and Jose Junior, we're gonna be as real as we could get because. When we doing this, we really putting our heart into it, and we really mean this. It ain't nothing that we're talking about. Boxing, boxing going to live on forever. But think about the uh, TSB Warriors Foundations, uh, guys who not thought about no more, mm-hmm. who went in there doing what we love for the sport, or the kids who wake up Christmas morning sad because they don't have one toy. That's why we do it. Yeah, so going back, TSB Toy Bucket. We've, we're working with several gyms in the community. We got Maple Avenue, uh, Blue Line uh, down in Waxahachie. We've got Montoya. I mean, there's several gyms. We, I don't have them all listed in front of me. For, uh, yeah, we got a bunch of gyms. Kendrick Relaford. Yeah, Kendrick, Coach Relaford. Uh, so we, what we're going to do is we're going to set up hubs all over DFW where you can take new unwrapped toys, and then we're going to take um, uh, the folks over at uh, – what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? My, my cousin's clothing line, Counterpunch Clothing. Counterpunch Clothing. He's gonna help out with with taking a truck, coming out, picking up the toys, and delivering them out to the Toys for Tots drive. So that's our way of giving back to the kids for the Christmas time, um, and and we're so excited about it. Uh, and that that's part. That's a, just another piece of what we're doing. So please, we're not just asking you to like and subscribe and all that, just because we want want y'all's attention. We want y'all to help us reach out to the community as our platform continues to grow. So thank you guys for 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 everything thus far. We've only been around for a little over a year, yep. and we make we're making big moves for the community with the community. So thank you guys. Hey, somebody asked uh, ZCZMS IOTBA, what happened to your old channel? It's still there. It's still there, yeah. but it's all about the Spit Bucket Podcast. This it's all about the Spit Bucket Podcast. I'm gonna always be Mr. IOTBA. Oh yeah, but I'm pouring my heart into the Spit Bucket Podcast. This is what it is now. It ain't none of that other stuff no more. I'm Mr. IOTBA, but when you rocking with Mr. IOTBA, it's about the Spit Bucket Podcast. So we need y'all to tell your friends, friends, sisters, mothers, uncle, cousins, to pretty please come subscribe to the Spit Bucket Podcast on YouTube, on Apple, on iHeart, on all the um, <laughs> Podbean. I know how we come. Uh, yeah, man. So, yeah, let's get back into it. So, uh, we had somebody that, that we love, and he's a huge supporter. We, uh, Dr. Ben Andrew, he made he made a comment and said we should talk about it. Um, I don't have it in here in front of me. I can't go back and find it because it was a couple of days ago. But he made an excellent point. Tyson Fury, Alexander Usyk, Usyk just won the champion. He just he just defended his belt a couple week, uh, a week and a half ago. He's now a free agent. Sound familiar? Who's another free agent champ? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, all right. So hold on, here we go. Free agent. Everybody's talking about is this fight gonna happen? Fury's already talking about retirement, but no, 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 no. This fight, as soon as the Usyk Joshua fight was over, that was the buzz. Fury Usyk, Fury Usyk. Everybody's saying he's a free agent. We've worked together in the past. We can make this fight happen easily. Man, there's already a date that's uh, probably about to get signed in December. The fight just happened. Usyk just became a free agent. They are already making this fight happen 50-50, no nonsense. Let's show the world who the best fighter in the world is. And Dr. Ben said, we've been talking about Bud and Spence for how many years now? Bud is a free agent now. That used to be the other side of the street comment. Yep. It used to be top rank versus PBC and all these things and hurdles. What is wrong with American boxing? Why in the hell are we still... Everybody thought this fight was going to happen in November now, and here we are, just a few months out. And politics, greed, pride, all these things, silly fans. Ego. Ego are preventing the fight that we all are dying for here in the States. Why? Why, Correy? Come and, on. And this is the thing Talk right that. here. Shout out to Alexander Usyk. Shout out to Tyson Fury. But this is the difference right here, Jose Jr., between Alexander Usyk and Tyson Fury and why them guys came to a 50-50 agreement. Tyson Fury is bigger than life yep. in this boxing world. Alexander Usyk, respect. He's a big guy Under, in the real world. Dude. I'm like, talking about yeah, yeah. He undisputed. <laughs> yeah. Now he got three belts at heavyweight. But his popularity don't match Fury. Fury's, yeah. right? But he got three belts. Yeah. So, of course, he would have to take that 50-50. The difference between Crawford and Spence, Spence got three belts. Crawford got one. Crawford not as popular like Tyson Fury is to where he could come in here and demand this. But that was a great point by the, the great doctor, Benjamin Andrew, of how we can't even get this fight settled, but Usyk just fought, and they already almost got a date in December for him and Fury to become the, somebody going to be undisputed. The man. The undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. And it's happening like this. And we all have the nerve to ask, like, oh, oh yeah, but that's overseas. Uh, and then we're confused. Why can they sell out Wembley? Why can they sell out O2? But here, you know, here we don't even know if this fight's going to crack $30 million, $30 million, man. And there's a lot of factors. And I'm honestly, Corey, and, I, and I, there's some, I'm tired of it all. Yeah. I'm, t I'm tired of it all. A few years back, because, you know, I, like I was telling you earlier, I, my brain evolves. My brain adjusts based on the, the information that's being given to us. I used to blame Spence. I used to blame Spence all the time. Spence coined the phrase, other side of the street, right? Mm -hmm. But me being the reasonable human that I am, I'm not in love. Errol Spence, he's not going to have my children one day. You know, <laughs> I'm not in love with the man. <laughs> Terrence Crawford, I don't love either one of these guys. I was. I stepped back. I stepped. I stepped back a little bit, and maybe it's not, it's not Errol Spence. Then, okay, Bud's not. Bud isn't pushing himself. Bud isn't. Bud isn't promoting himself. And I don't care anymore, bro. Yeah. I don't care. There's just two grown men. Yeah. They're two millionaires. They're two guys who think they're the best in the world. All this popular stuff. All this side of the street. All this 60, 40, 50, what, whatever. I don't care. I'm tired of it. Like, here's the thing, though, dog. 
These guys think, because everybody's like, the, the sport needs this fight. Listen, I've got to see uh, Delahoya Trinidad. I got to see the, the, the Holyfield Bow showdowns. I've got to see Corrales versus Castillo. I've got to see Pacquiao versus Mayweather. Yeah, it was late, but I don't need this sport. I mean, this, this fight to make me, to make, it's over here. I don't need this sport. I don't need this fight to make me a fan. I've, I have years and decades of beautiful fights, and sometimes I sit back at home and I just watch again. So, no, Bud, no, Spence. We don't need you. Y'all are getting old. The fight is going to pass you guys. I'm watching jo I'm watching Usyk and Fury, man. I'm watching Bam Rodriguez work his ass off. I'm working. I'm watching these kids. I'm watching Devin Haney say, I don't care. I'm going to fight. Oh, oh. I'm watching that. We don't need it. Now, listen, if you want to prove that you're the top spot on the Spit Bucket podcast, pound for pound, is shut up and make it happen already. They sound like two kids saying, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. But see, this is the thing right here, though, Jay. Um, in business, we know. I mean, hey, I gotta give you a, a big old hand clap for that. But that was that was a hell of a, a motherfucking statement you just made. But we all know in business, it's always an A side and it's always a B side. That's business, JJ. I know we don't care, and I'm with you. I'm to the point I don't care. Yeah. But it's always an A side. It's always a B side. And we know who the A-side. Who is the A-side? Errol Spence Jr. Who is the B-side? Terrence Crawford. His ego. The earth-sized ego of you, Terrence Crawford. You the reason why this fight ain't happening. We had, we were scrolling up our author. You got that? From uh, uh, what Crawford said? Yup, 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 yup. I got, I got it right here. Uh, let's see. Bud tweet. So, uh, earlier this week, let me, I'm just pulling it up real quick. Make sure we got it. What my mouse? <clears throat> Is it pulling up yet? about listen terrence if you don't want that to happen give us an update i don't get it you can tweet that we don't know what we're talking about listen dog you're an entertainer you're a performer yeah you're an athlete listen your fans that you're saying don't know what they're talking about we have to buy tickets we have to budget we have to plan vacation we have to take time off you hear me? Oh. Like you have to take time off. So we need to know. Yeah. Is this fight gonna? I need to know. Do I need to take November twelfth off? Do I need to take November nineteenth? Give me an update, please. Don't just say, "Ha, I'm keeping my mouth shut," because y'all don't know what y'all talking about. 
That's why we want to hear it. That's why I'm sick of it, man. <laughs> listen, he said, listen, Terrence. <laughs> Please. But look, shout out to Joseph Brown. He made a great comment. He said, of course it's spent. Bud don't need nobody. He already in the Hall of Flame. He said, play that audio. I wish I would have brought that audio. Joseph Brown. That, that, that really pissed is me he, off. Is he serious, though? Because he put laughy, laughy, laughy <laughs> no, emojis. No, Bud said that. On oh, the, no, no. Yeah, cool, cool. On the Port Away yeah. podcast. Oh, yeah. Watching the arrogance, the earthside ego of this dude. Talking about, I don't need Earl Spence. I'm, I'm already in the Hall of Fame. That's what he said. Well, Terrence Crawford, if you don't need Earl Spence, it's been nine going on ten months. Show us what you could do by yourself. Because we ain't seen you do a titi, Terrence Crawford. Nothing. You ain't did nothing. But this is the guy who's on this high horse. Earthside's ego. Say, I don't need Earl Spence. I'm already in the Hall of Fame. Well, Terrence Crawford, we don't give a damn about the Hall of Fame. You're still an active fighter. So act like you don't need Earl Spence if you want to, because since you've been a free agent, since everybody was like JJ said, this other cross of the street, you got away from the dude, now you ain't on the other cross of the street, you ain't did nothing. I'm tired of it, man. I'm tired. It's, it's such a silly game. It's such a silly game that they're playing, that they... It's like, a, it's like the world's biggest secret. They're not giving any updates. And then if Dan Rayfield says something, Dan Rayfield's got sources. I don't know if Dan Rayfield is legit. out we need to figure out what's gonna happen we need to know when the book like there's so many reasons we're not just trying to gossip we're not just trying to assume things we need to know there's a million reasons why we need to know these five these companies need to know sponsors need to know uh, fight, uh promoters need to know because if you're not gonna fight then we need to schedule somebody else i don't know why it's so important to stay so hush and quiet about it and in a moment a reporter or a writer comes out and tries to break some news. They get criticized. If it's wrong, then tell them what's wrong about it. But, J.J., that's just what they do, though. That's what they do. See, when you're talking good about fighters, they want to be like, oh, yeah, that's my dog. Give him mic, give him mic. But when you letting the truth come to the power and the power come to the truth about them, then you then you ain't nothing. You don't know nothing. What Terrence Crawford say, MFs just be talking. They just trying to say stuff that's to be important. Shut up. And then you have again, other side of the world. To arena? 
And people ask, what's wrong? What's wrong with what's wrong with American boxing? Listen, Spence fans and Bud fans, I'm talking to both of you guys. Because you know what? Both of y'all, both sides have, have had their their blame. If you legitimately sit yeah. and okay. think that my guy has done nothing wrong in these negotiations, then you are being super biased. Listen, I loved EJ. Back when he fought, his first time he fought here uh, in, da- in Dallas at the, uh, what's that place? The Bomb Factory. Man, I got to meet him, shook his hand, and I'm like, this guy here is the future. But, you know, he started playing those games. Like, go ahead. You going to say something? Yeah, so when we put up, we having that problem with the, when we put up the picks, they couldn't hear our audio again. Oh, no. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we'll get that fixed for next time. Yeah, you know, we're still saying, we're yeah. still, we're st- the point of what we're saying, man. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, point of what we're saying, though, is American boxing fans have the nerve to question why American boxing ain't doing right. And it falls on us, guys. It fall- you have to call it like you see it. It's time for a Bud fan to come out and say, damn it, Terrence, it doesn't matter. Listen, let's make the fight. And, and this is, I'm, I don't, okay, I know the A side, B side. But what's so wrong with a 50-50 fight? We know we're going to want to see a rematch and then, then do the 60-40. But then, but then how is that far to the guy who's the A side? Ask Tyson Fury. No, it don't matter. Tyson Fury on the different, he got one belt. Tyson Fury, the lineal heavyweight Tyson champion. Tyson Fury done made his money though, especially when he did them three fights against Deontay Wilder. He made his money where he's set for life. So because he fought Deontay, like he made the fight. But when happen. he came back, he wasn't in no position to call nothing. That's why they did the even split with him and Deontay Wilder. Because when they came back, he wasn't in no position. Now we can say, how's that further Earl Spence as the A-side fighter? Okay, let's take 50-50 and the winner of us. Bro, I'm just throwing stuff out there. No, I'm just saying, but that that wouldn't be fair to the A-side fighter. Listen, Terrence Crawford great just like I think Earl Spence great. Terrence Crawford could easily go in here and win this fight against uh, Earl Spence. But it's not going to be fair for him. You brought up Devin Haney earlier. Devin Haney don't do all that other stuff. He signed a two-fight deal, even if he wins as champion. Yeah. To go back to Australia, take the lesser money, and, and and he is that man. What why, why times Bud Crawford can't do that? Why people don't why he can't do that? Crickets? I, I am exhausted of, of over the conversation. And like I said earlier, these guys really think the sport of boxing needs them. Listen, it would be an excellent fight. It's it's about as close, it's about a 50-50 matchup we will ever, ever ever see Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence Jr. I, I don't know another 50-50 matchup that's, that just boggles my mind, dude, Like where I'm like, who is going to win this fight? I have my, I have my prayer. I, I still, you know, despite everything we said, I still think Bud might be the, take the edge, but we don't, we just make it. We don't need it. We don't need it. We really, really want it, but is it really worth it? Talking about everyday Cray, is it worth talking about? Yes. Dude, there's a million other fights. Yes. I'm tired JJ, of talking yeah. about it. JJ, this is the fight. Look, I look, this is the fight. This is the fight, Jose Junior. This is the fight. 
This is the fight. Of course. This is a dream. We need to talk about this fight every day until we have. This is the fight. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. This is the fight. I'm sorry, everybody from the 214 to across the pond. This is the fight. This Okay, listen. If we're going to keep talking about it, the conversations need to change then, man. Because we've been picking up again. Jeez, I'm tired of talking We've been standing behind our favorite fighter. We've been standing behind him. And those have been the conversation for years now. And if we're going to keep talking about it, we as a fan base need to change our conversation. We need to come together. Omaha in, D- in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> One big happy family. That's not happening. I-, I know it's crazy. <laughs> we need to say, listen, we are the consumer. Jay, Jay. We are the fans. Hold up, but you know, when Omaha and Dallas get together for that fight, you know, look, I'm not the one. But this is going to be like the, the trash talking that's been going on in that fight. When Omaha and Dallas, it's going to be like a collide of the Titans, just like the Texas Longhorns and Nebraska Cornhuskers Huskers back in the day. Bam! Yeah, and I get that. I get that mindset, bro. But here's the thing. At the end of, <laughs> at the end of this fight, if it ever happens, if the fight ever happens, Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence are going to meet in the middle, give each other a hug. And they're going to say, man, we left our souls in the ring. And, and I hope Nebraska and I hope Texas can look at that and say, listen, this ain't worth us just constantly fight. It's a sport. You know, I, I don't hate nobody from Nebraska. I hope they don't hate me because I'm from I'm born in Dallas, Texas. Let's make the fight happen. Let's come together as a fan base. Let's say, yeah, I love Terrence Crawford. But, Terrence, put up or shut up. Let's say, yeah, I love Errol Spence Jr., but come on, Errol, it's time to put up or shut up. Look what they did overseas. Look how much money that fight is going to make. Look how many asses they're going to put in the seat because they're just making it happen without Let me ask you this question. We know Terrence Crawford been a free agent for nine months going on ten months. Hypothetically, Jose Jr., if Earl Spence was to become a free agent right now, do you think it would have took him nine, almost ten months to get signed, sir? I don't think so. I don't think so. You know why? Because I think Errol, I think Errol likes the idea of making things happen. I think Errol's a real passive, chill, relaxed dude. I don't think he likes getting into all this stuff. You know what? What? I don't know the fella personally, you know. I, no, but they, they're no, talking but, about money, though, Jay. Terrence yeah. Crawford, his – look. Who, who, I'm having a brain fart right now. Who, who's, uh, who's Errol's dude that he's promoting? Uh, Colbert. Chris Colbert, right? No, Here, no, 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 no. no, no. Not Col- uh, Frank Martin. Yeah, Frank Martin, yeah. And we're talking about the Chris Colbert fight, yeah. so my, my bad on that. But listen, what, here's what I mean, and here's why I'm saying that. Uh, the question you just asked me, do I think – oh, God, be careful with that shelf. <laughs> it's going down. Listen, here, here's why the question you just asked me, Corey – because as soon as the last, um, as soon as it, that fight happened, he immediately came out and said, listen, we're working on Cobra already. Like, it's being worked on. And I know those are just words. I know we still haven't seen it happen. But I think Errol likes to make things happen. I think Errol wants to make things happen. No, that wasn't my question. My question was, if Errol Spence oh, I see. became I see a oh. free agent with top rank, with matchroom boxing, 
Will Metro and Boxing come out and say, oh, I think Terrence Crawford is an excellent fighter, but I don't got nobody for him to sign? Will, top, will Metro and Boxing or Top Rank say that about Earl the Truth Spence Jr.? Yeah, my bad. I, no, no, that's a hell of a question. And that, I, I understood it as if Errol was a free agent, would we be dragging our feet this long to see him fight Bud? My answer to that question is no. And now, and now to, to, your, to the question that you actually asked, hell no. Arrow would have got swept up fast. So my question to yeah. you, Jose Jr., why is Terrence Crawford got this earth-sized ego? It's him, Jose Jr. It's not Earl Spence. You just said it yourself. If Earl Spence Jr. was a free agent, top rank, matchroom boxing, some promoter from the 214 to across the pond or throw that money at the to him. But Terrence Crawford, Jose Jr., nah. Yeah, bro. And listen. Again, but why we don't talk about that though? Why that's why why that's not a discussion? Be, you know why I don't like to talk about it because because listen, man, it's 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 a sport of boxing. I like I don't give a damn what happens behind the scenes. But we saw it with our own eyes. We talked about it the first day and night we were here in the studio. We got to we saw Terrence Crawford in the city. We knew he was here for for two weeks, two solid weeks, mm -hmm. and he did absolutely nothing, man. He did, he did absolutely nothing to promote himself. So when, I, uh, when you used to have these conversations, when you used to have these discussions on your channel, I, I, used to, I used to think, man, maybe you're being too critical on Bud. It ain't, it ain't Bud's fault he's from Omaha. I, I, that used to be my argument. My argument used to be Spence sells tickets because he's from Dallas. Uh, he sells three, four times more tickets and all this because he's from Dallas and Bud's from Omaha. It, and I used to say, as recently as three weeks ago, that if these guys were to switch spots, then Bud would be the big seller. And I mean sp switch where they live, then Bud would be the big seller. But we saw with our own two eyes that Bud doesn't like to – he doesn't care about promoting – he thinks his – maybe he is in the Hall of Fame already. I don't, I don't give a damn about that either yet. We're talking about right now. Bud is doing nothing to sell this fight, man. We've seen it with our own eyes. And, and again – I don't know if I don't know if they could hear the tweet. I'm gonna hold on. I'm about to I'm about to show the tweet one more time, and I'm about to make sure we are uh, 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 unmuted. Two one four two across the pond. But if y'all ain't sure at this live, please share this live. All right. So here's a bud tweet. Mother f just be talking, just to be talking, and have no idea what they're talking about. Just want to feel important. Terrence, then give us an update, dude. That's my only problem is he's sitting back playing these Twitter games. He's so quick to tweet, but he's not, he's not telling us, all right, we're getting close, guys, or, yeah, this is, look out for November. It, if you have a problem with these people talking, then please, man, we, imagine, can you imagine if, 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 uh, if, we're, a, if we're a Dallas Mavericks fan, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine if we're a Dallas Mavericks fan. And we have no idea when we're going to play at home, when we're going to play away. The networks have no idea when they're going to play. No, you have to put the schedule out because, like you said, it's business. It's business. There's so many other people involved besides just Errol and Terrence. So let me ask you this. You say it's business, right? You, JJ, you said these networks have to plan it out, right? Yeah. I made a video this week 
It buffered like a mud, you know, because, you know, I was in the wrong area. Yeah. But I made a video this week. I said if Terrence Crawford don't bow down to negotiations, it's time for Earl Spence to move on. And I think the perfect candidate for him to fight is Keith One-Time Thurman. What's your thoughts on that? It does nothing for me, but I'm going down my list of welterweights. Uh, we know that Errol's got his. Hold up, what you mean it does nothing? For, JJ, we're talking about a guy who just lost one fight to Manny Pacquiao. That's it. Yeah, but uh, hold one on. Fight. Hold on. Well, let me tell you why it does nothing for me, man. Like, I mean, does anybody. Keith Thurman, Keith Thurman came back after, after the Pacquiao fight and just looked awful, looked regular. He, he won his fight. It does nothing for me, bro. You know what I think? I think Errol needs to – I, I want to see Errol move up to 154. There's nothing left for him at 147. No, because I want to see that Crawford fight. But And, and Errol said – and I respect Errol. I, okay, well, maybe I don't Errol respect Errol was just him. in his feelings. When he said, I will never no, fight Keith. Yeah, Errol yeah. was in his feelings. Let's keep it 100 about that. Keith Thurman never ducked Errol Spence. We broke it down. Earl Spence was never in contention. What he supposed to do? Take Earl Spence or fight Manny Pacquiao? You tell me which one you going to take. Earl Spence was just in his feelings, just like these other prospects, like Jerron Boost Ennis. You really heard like he talking now. Yeah. He said everybody don't want to give him. You ain't earned yourself into position yet. And Earl Spence just wasn't in position at that time. Was everybody saying that a duck? Yeah. But was, was it really a duck? Absolutely not. But, J.J., it ain't it's nobody as charismatic as Keith Thurman. It's weird char no, but charisma. You, but, but it's listen, weird charisma. I know, but you got to understand, with him, a fight with Earl Spence Jr., you don't think that dude going to train his ass off? He understand this moment. Terrence Crawford, his earth-sized ego, talking about he want more guaranteed money. And it's the same dude, if you look at his numbers, he ain't selling out nothing. I'm going to go back to it. Bob Arum said... <laughs> He he lost more money on Terrence Crawford. He could have bought him several, I mean several houses in the Beverly Hills. So why not Keith Thurman, Jose Jr.? Yeah, here's here's why when I said it doesn't do anything for me. We've been talking about the super fight for so long, right? Spence and Bud. Imagine your parents saying, imagine you telling your lady, hey, we're going out for steaks tonight, right? We're going out for steaks. But then you just can't get your money right. But then you're like, listen, honey, I can't get some steaks after all. So there's a McDonald's right over there. And maybe, maybe Spence and Thurman is at McDonald's. But I want to see Spence and Bud and anything that's not that. Yeah, my first thought is, well, hold on. Let me finish. My, first, uh, thank you about my first thought is it does nothing for me. But I'm a, that was just my first because you just hit me with it. Um, I didn't see your buffering ass video the other day. <laughs> so I, you just hit me with it. So, so um, yeah, my first reaction is it does nothing for me, but I'll be honest. I would get excited about that fight. I, I'm super excited. I was super excited back when everybody said that, that uh, uh, Keith Thurman was ducking. So, yeah, I, that fight would excite me, but long— Why people sleep on Keith? Why people sleep on Keith one time? Th I know he lost to an all-time great in Manny Pacquiao, but why we just flushing him down the toilet, throwing him in the garbage because he lost one time? Let's not forget— this was the first man to beat everybody before them other two guys yeah. in Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford had they shot at him. Keith Thurman did that. Yeah, man. And I and maybe here's again, I wasn't prepared for a Keith Thurman conversation today, but I'm going back into the vaults and I'm bringing it up. 
You know what? Me personally, I felt like Keith Thurman got to a point, and and this is, I'm not I'm not shitting on him for this, right? I'm not. Keith Thurman. It appeared that the sport wasn't as important to him as it once was. For for, for a bit, I, I don't know if it was. He found the love of his life. I don't know if it was because he got his millions. I don't know if it was because he was truly going through an injury. But for me, when you disengage a little bit from the sport, when you disengage from the sport a little bit, I think it's natural for the fans who love it to feel that disengagement and them say, well, if you don't love the sport and you're not going to pour your all into it, then maybe we're not just super crazy about you. So maybe that's what it was, Corey. Maybe that's why people kind of checked out on him. You're just coming and getting your toes wet. Maybe you need some money. So, listen, Keith Thurman is great. And one thing I love, I love Keith Thurman. When he fought, listen, I love love the fighters. I love the fight game. See, when him and and Garcia fought, I love that Keith was about, like he was saying, you know, one day I'm going to fight and my fights aren't going to be pay-per-views. I'm going to be available to the public. And he was a real people's champ, right? It appeared that he was ducking Errol Spence Jr. Everybody from Dallas was saying that. I think everybody in the boxing world, uh, except the folks from Florida. When who? When he fought who? No, 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 I'm saying, no, I'm saying there was a, even in the period when he was ducking Errol Spence, I was was still a fan of of Keith Thurman, but when it seemed like he started to disengage himself for whatever reason. No, he was, JJ. I don't know He was hurt. Uh, everybody, boy, just, everybody want to start playing doctor. Listen, no doctors no, are playing doctors. No, 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 no. But you can't tell that man how he feels, right? This is a dude who been doing it his whole life. Was the injury longer than most? Absolutely. But who are we? Not professional. Went to school doctors to say this man wasn't really injured like that. Here again. I'm not any just like last week we sat here and said you can't say who's faking mental health and who's not. That's there's another man you're talking about. You don't know at that time the signs appeared that he was juicing that injury. And let me talk, let me tell you why. That injury, the doctors said, was a six-month injury. Okay, the doctor said that. He said that the doctor said it was a six-month injury. He said, I want to come back in four months though. But it took him 19, I think, 19 months to come back. That rubbed me the wrong way. And as a boxing purist, I think there's a lot of other boxing purists that rubbed. Imagine, Corey, and this is it. This is, we, we talked about this. This is the example I use. And if, if Ezekiel Elliott tore his ACL and they came out and they came out and said, listen, this is a this is it's just, yeah. They came out and said this is he'll be back in 12 months. The doctor said it. But Zeke comes out on his own and takes two years. To recover from an ACL injury. The world is going to say, all right, Zeke. Zeke's getting his money. He's just sitting back. That's why. Now, I'm not accusing. Yeah, true. The, no, true. Yeah, I'm not accusing of him being fa- or him faking an injury. I think his wife, his life started happening. Here we go. He had his money. Here we I, go. I think he was enjoying his life, which there's nothing wrong with. No, but what I'm saying is, JJ, some people heal faster than other. What I, I'm saying is. No, what I'm saying is some people heal faster than others. That's why before we continue, if you got if you're injured, <laughs> you know what Keith Thurman needed? Yeah. Keith one time Thurman. He needed so some KO therapy. Therapeutic. And before we go on and, and finish this, let's give a big shout out to our sponsors. Uh, yeah, let's let's pick this up a little bit real quick. But they got I'm, We all have battles. We fight. We train. 
persevere. And we celebrate. We are all one. I can't do anything if I can't walk in my prosthetic. It's a lot of pain that I feel throughout my day. It can be very intense. Now I just put that balm over it and it will heal up much faster and it'll let the callus recover. That's amazing. It is a total game changer. I am hooked. I am absolutely, I just, I'm just hooked. Life is hard. KO makes it better. KOCBD.com and we all yeah we all shout out to oh, Warren. oh yeah we're all, we're all shout out to Warren. that was an excellent point jj please explain what warren said warren said Kawhi does it and that is exactly what i mean what's happening what's happening what's uh uh Kawhi's public image right now who cares? I but this you asked me why people the question you asked me was why did people just throw throw uh Keith Thurman away? Yeah. We got we felt I didn't say oh he's faking his injury or whatever. I I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not like you said, I'm not a doctor, but it appeared that he took a six month injury and took nearly two years to come back. So just like he said, Warren, hell of a point, brother. Hell of a point. And and Kawhi's losing a fan base because of it. Kawhi's losing teammates because of it. Kawhi's losing management support because of it. Oh, he got it. JJ, listen to me. Look. You asked the question. No, why I know. I did ask the question, but this is the thing right here. Like you said, Kawhi did it. See, this ain't back in the day, JJ. It's not back in the day. You remember how back in the day you just rub some dirt on it and For sure. you just get out there and play. Oh, ain't nothing wrong with you. Well, today's technology is done a little bit different. Which means he should heal faster. No, no, not even on some heal faster type shit. Other people wanted you to rush. That's why you've seen average of football players' career mm -hmm. two and three years because they wanted to rush them. With this new technology we got now, you're seeing the football players, basketball players, and a lot of other athletes' career go longer because they're making the right choice now. They're not stuck in the old ways. The old days, just throw some dirt on it. Just throw some dirt on it, and you're all better. Yeah, and listen, I, and I want to make this perfectly clear, man, because I'm going to stand on this, and I always will stand on this. I respect, and I have mad respect, these, these boxers, guys, the ones we sit around and talk shit about all day, these guys are, are a 1%, not even 1% of the population. You got to be absolutely effing nuts to go in there and put your life on the line. So I respect Keith Thurman. I respect Ryan Garcia. I respect Adrian Bro. All the guys that get criticism, Adrian Broner. I respect them all because they do something that 99% of the population of the world wouldn't do, especially here in the States when life is pretty damn easy for us. They do things that most of us would never sign up for. So I'm, I want to be careful, man. I, and I don't want the people to think that I'm sitting here saying Keith Thurman was a fan. No, you're not saying that. You're yeah. just saying, you that, know. That's, that's, that's why. It, it was a stretch out to where people could assume that. But, JJ, remember, when Keith Thurman came back, when he just posted a fight Earl Spence right off the top? Uh, no, that, no, no, no. He had, Like he yeah. said, people got on him. I got to get my get back. My get back. Then after he got his get back, JJ, yeah, Earl Spence was the IBF champion. Yeah. But you had Manny Pacquiao. Sure. Out there. You can't blame the man. And a lot of people thought it was a bad idea for Manny to be fighting him. But how did he look against Barrios, bro? 
I mean, after having that much, after having that much time off, bro, like what what do we expect? Like ring rust is real. These fighters could get like you could spar all day, but you sparring with sixteen ounce gloves and you got head grown, right? And then you're sparring against lesser competition that are on your team, like we that discussed last year. Yeah, you're sparring against lesser competition, but that's neither here or there. That's just a fight. If of if Terrence Crawford ego don't understand what position he in. I'm telling Earl Spence sure. to, to, to absolutely move on. But I know we only got a well, little time left. We do got a little bit. And I want to tell you this. Uh -huh. And this is what I want a lot of people to understand. It's, it's not a difficult concept, guys. You're not always right. When, when Correa first brought this question up to me 10, 15 minutes ago, I said, nah, that fight does nothing for me. But sitting here thinking about it, thinking about the promotion, thinking about the press tours, that fight actually would excite me. And you see how quick... How quick I was like, yeah, maybe I was wrong. Like, it, it's okay. It's okay. Th that fight hey, would JJ, I'm telling you, it ain't nobody in boxing who going to be able to get under Earl Spence. Hold on, let me say this. It ain't J.J. Jose Jr., J.J. Solomon. It ain't nobody in boxing who's going to be able to ruffle the feathers of Earl Spence and have him mentally want to, you know, then Keith Thurman, Keith Thurman will ruffle his feathers during the lead up, 100%. during the pre bro. That'll be a huge. I want Terrence Crawford versus Earl Spence, 100, yeah. but if Terrence Crawford can't understand, dude, and I and I know I'm not the only fan feeling this. I'm about like I do want, I do want Crawford and Spence to fight so bad. That could be my Christmas gift from from the boxing heavens, man. But I am tired of it. Neither one of you guys are that famous. You know what I mean? Hell, Keith Thurman might be more popular than both these guys. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, like, we don't, we don't need it. We have a legacy of boxing fights, and we have a future. This, oh, this is, a, this is a quick segue. I know we're running out of time. But we have a future. We've got Shakur Stevenson. We've got Devin Haney. We've got these youngsters coming up. We saw Richard Torres on, uh, this week. We, we've got future. The sport is going to pass you guys by, both of y'all. <laughs> yep. You know, there's there's room for blame on both sides, and if you don't if you don't think that, then you're part of the problem. There's room to blame on both sides. All right, but the sport doesn't need you as bad as as they think we do. We do what we want it. We want bad. It. We want it. Let's make that clear. Extremely bad. <laughs> we want it bad. The sport don't need it. Boxing goes on. It'll go on, and five years from now, I hope we get to talk about the great trilogy that was Crawford and Spence. But we certainly do not. Need it. And it's about time for Errol Spence Jr. and Terrence Crawford to understand that. Let's talk about the future yeah, real quick. And, and that's, why oh, yeah, glad, that's why I'm glad you said that about you brought up the young fighters. JJ, everybody know. Uh, hey, keep in mind, we it, got 23 minutes. Yeah, we got everybody know. <laughs> the, the, it, it, I, I wouldn't say the shit I gave Devin Haney. I, I, thought it was, I thought it was fair. I said Devin Haney doesn't need to be crowned until he have his crowning moment. I said, there's nothing Devin Haney did. I could see his skills, but I'm talking about with opposition and being in the ring, you know, he has did nothing that just stands out. But when he went over there and beat the man who beat the man that beat the man, Devin Haney became that guy. Mm -hmm. And JJ, I've been playing a lot of attention to this guy. Like, I, I used to be with you when me and you used to say um, Shakur. Shakur Stevenson is the best young talent 
in the sport of boxing. I do feel Shakur Stevenson is the best young talent in the sport of boxing. I mean, one of the best young talents in the sport of boxing. But I think Devin Haney is the best young talent. I'm telling you, JJ, when I watch him and I watch other fighters, I look at his work ethic. You know, he done made championship. Mm -hmm. now. We always seen it thorough. But they say it's easy to work hard to become a champion. Yep. But how hard, how hard is you going to work when you become that champion? And what I'm seeing out this guy, I think Devin Haney is the young best fighter in boxing. Yeah, again, this is another one of those conversations that after we put this Bud and, uh, and Spence conversation to rest, maybe in a year, maybe in two, maybe in five, I really think that's the conversation. Um, I've been very public about this. I think Shakur Stevenson is the future. I feel it. I see it. When you talk about eyeball tests, I see it. He's got the charisma. He, you, you know the ladies love him. Do he got the charisma? I, I think he's, okay, he's got that smile that you know that, yeah, that you know what I mean? Smile. He got he that smile, bro, smile. That, that people are going to be drawn to. Also, he talks shit, too. So. He talks some shit, you know? And, he, and he, talks, he talks what he feels. He talks real. You know what I mean? And um, I, think, I think Shakur Stevenson, man, I really, now that's not a shot at Devin Haney. It's Again, not. it's always like a, you got to pick a side here. I think Shakur Stevenson is the class. He's the, to me, Shakur Stevenson, there was, there was a, you know, you had the Tyson and the Chavez and you had Duran and all that and the Hagler, Hearns, um, Leonard, passing the torch. Then you got De La Hoya, Tito Trinidad, kind of those guys, Roy Jones, then Floyd Mayweather. You had the lightning, you had the guys who just got the attention. No matter who they fought, no matter where they went, everybody loved them. I think Shakur Stevenson, is uh, in terms of charisma, in terms of popularity, I think, and in terms of boxing skills itself, uh, everything. Shakur Stevenson, for me, is the full package. And I think that in the future, dude, I think we're going to talk about Shakur Stevenson for years and years to come. Now, he's right there in the mix. He's right there, man. He gets to 135. He's got the stature to move up to 140. Like we said earlier about Bud and, and, and Spence, mm -hmm. we don't need this fight. You know why? Because that batch of the Shakurs, of the Haney's, of Teofimo Lobe, those guys, the, fu the future of the sport's in good hands. I think Shakur Stevenson is at the pinnacle of all those people we've discussed. I used to. I used to, and I think he's right there. I, I put him in number two as the young best fighters in the sport of boxing. But but what Devin Haney did to George Cambosis and the way he did it, going across the pond, no arguments. I signed these two fights. I'm going to go over here and take what's mine. And the way he outclassed that dude in the ferocious Cambosis, that was just clear cut, no debating for me going forward. And for me, as I've been watching him after he won his belt, this dude right here is the truth. When you talk about hard work, mm -hmm. I don't think it's no fighter in boxing. I could be wrong because I know it's a lot of fighters that put in hard work. But my artists watching fighters put in hard work. I put Devin Haney up there at, with the top, with the best of them. I'm telling you, Jay, I used to be leaning towards Shakur if they would have had this fight. I love Shakur Stevenson. This ain't no knock. But I think Devin Haney is much better. And here's what I love about it, dude. I don't have a doubt 
that we're going to see these fights happen. I think we're finally, I think this stuff with Errol Spence Jr. and Terrence Crawford, I think this stuff is, is going to be the last of what I like to call, and this is, this is my concept, and I hope somebody gets this and runs with it, the post-Mayweather era of boxing where everybody came out and they all had tons of potential, tons of future, but they all saw what Floyd did at the latter part of his career where he was picking and choosing, but they forget Pretty Boy Floyd was a monster. Pretty Boy was a mo- Pretty Boy earned everything he did. Boy, talk that shit, There's, J.J. Sullivan. No, no, that's what I'm saying. People forget about that. There's a lot of Floyd haters. Pretty Boy Floyd earned what Money Mayweather did. So that first generation of fighters, the Keith Thurmans, the Spence, the Crawfords, th- those people that came out of that batch right after Mayweather was kind of on in, those were the guys playing these silly-ass little games. Ooh. I think when we put Spence and Crawford to rest, I think when we put Spence and Crawford to rest, the Haney's, the Shakurs, the, the Teofimo's, I'm not going to say Ryan. What I'm not going to say Ryan. But why do uh, you uh, say Teofimo, though? Like, Teofimo a guy who fight everybody. That's what I'm saying. Okay. These guys are the batch. That give me excited about boxing. Virgil Ortiz, Boots Ennis. Like, these guys aren't going to play these games that that post-Mayweather uh, generation did. And that's why, for me, the future is bright. Everybody here on the chat should be excited about the future of boxing, regardless of where you stand. Because these kids want to fight. These kids saw how much money the, the, the Spence is in the buck. Because at the end of the day, dude, Spence and Bud are going to lose money because all these damn games are playing long term. Like big picture, they've left a lot of money on the table. I think these young kids that are coming up see what happened. They saw, they saw the, the dwindling of the sport. They know I can make money. I can leave a legacy. I can resurrect a sport. These kids are going to put boxing back to the pinnacle of the sport of the sports world, man. So I'm excited about it. And listen, there's no wrong answer yet. Sure, Kerr Stevenson, Devin Haney. There ain't, ain't no wrong answer. It ain't, it ain't no wrong answer. I, I think Shakur. That's the fight of the future, though, right? Oh Jay? boy, the fight of the future for sure, bro. Pure. It's, the, it's this other guy. I can't think of his name. The one who beat Shakur in the in the Olympic. And he got. I cannot think yeah. his name. Forgive me uh, for not thinking his name. But he been talking mad about Shakur. He got every right to. He beat him. For the gold medal, I guess a lot of people thought Shakur got robbed. That's neither here or there. You know, he's a silver medalist. Another dude is a gold medalist. But like you said, these crop of young fighters we got. I'm but, so excited about that. And, and then just like what you said, we're, we're skipping over somebody else who has one defeat in her legacy, uh, Clarissa Shields. Yep. You know what I mean? She, she's undefeated as a pro, but the one, the one woman who beat her in the amateur, Savannah Marshall, again, to the point we just made. Like, these people want to... They want to say, no, I'm the best, including Clarissa Shields. Can you call that fight, JJ? Do you know? Do, like, Oh, I, man. I know Clarissa's the favorite. Yeah. I'm going to be honest because she done did. Like, but, like, remember, like, I ain't saying, listen, Clarissa, I don't know. Like, I know you're the favorite. Shout out to Savannah Marshall, too. But, like, Savannah Marshall did something to Clarissa that Vernon Forrest did to Sugar Shane Mosley in the amateurs. Like, Sugar Shane was this guy. But Vernon Forrest said, I beat him in the amateurs. I know how to beat him. And I'm going to show y'all how to beat him again. Do you think Marshall beating Shields in the amateurs is going to play its part in this fight where Shields has the upper hand? Had you asked me this 18 months ago, 24 months ago, 
Um, I would have said Savannah's going to win this fight. I would have said Savannah has the mental edge. She knows how to beat her. But Clarissa Shields is another one of those fighters. She's a fighter that has shut me up time and time again. She sees a challenge. She goes after it. She do. Sometimes it seems like she's she trying to bite a little bit more than she chew uh, or whatever the hell that shit goes. Uh, but I think Savannah Marshall's work – I mean, not Savannah, Savannah. And Savannah's got a hell of a work ethic too. But Clarissa Shields is in the gym. Her confidence is skyrocketed. I've seen her. Just look at her work. She's improving as a boxer. And she in love, too. It ain't nothing like being in love, got a fiancé, you're comfortable with your life. She's in a great Great position. She's not doing this for anybody. She's confident. She's not out trying to impress people. Clarissa Shields, to me, has slowly become one of my favorite fighters, man. Um, I think Clarissa Shields is going to pull it off. I think she's going to... Uh, get that W back. I think she's in London, about, though. Like, it, hold, no, up, hold up, JJ. Yeah. It's in London. We look, we look at her. Don't she just got two knockouts? I mean, she, I know boxing ain't about knockouts, yeah. but will she get a points decision in the 0-2 versus Savannah Marshall? Do she got to go over there and really like put a whipping on her? And I don't think Savannah Marshall is just going to be a competitor where she's going to be able to put a whipping. Clarissa Shields win this fight? Am I picking her to win this fight? Absolutely. But I think Savannah Marshall got all the advantages going into this fight, especially with it being on her home soil. 100%. But, again, we've seen the Devin Haney go and do it. We've seen tons of folks go overseas, tons of Americans. And I think that itself, that little fact that Clarissa's going overseas, Clarissa knows that she's going to be in front of the largest, largest audience she's ever been in front of. Clarissa Shields knows what's on the line here. I bet Clarissa Shields is tired. Uh, she's proud of the women. She, uh, those women are all proud of each other. But I think Clarissa Shields is tired of not being mentioned. Because we saw what uh, uh, Amanda Serrano yeah. did with uh, Katie, Katie Taylor. Taylor. We saw the buzz that made. Now look at this Shields and Marshall card. An all-women's card overseas in, o- in the O2 arena. This, it's going to be popping. It's going to be a huge event. Clarissa knows, dude, and one thing that I love about Clarissa, she uses this motivation. She uses this motivation, and it really, really impacts her performance in the ring. It impacts her her preparation. So I think Clarissa is going to go overseas, and she's going to shock the fan favorite, dude. I really do. I th- uh, when I say fan favorite, I mean the, the hometown kid. I think she's going to. Oh, she's a fan favorite. Well, fa- oh, I mean, over there yeah, she is. Yeah, exactly, and that's what I mean by that. I, I mean, I, I picked Clarissa to win this fight, but, you know, uh, my thing is I think, you know, if you had somebody's number, you, you could possibly yeah. have their number again. I ain't saying that she going to have Clarissa's number, but Savannah Marshall was the only woman to give her defeat. How is Clarissa Shields going to be mentally going into this fight? Is she going to be overdoing it because she know in the back of her mind, I got to get my lick back. I got to get my win back. You know, because that's all been on her mind. She said, you've been talking about that for 10 years. <laughs> and you got that win on me. You've been talking about that for 10 years. Well, Clarissa, they say the stars at night <laughs> are big and bright. Do it, do it. Deep in the heart. She got her star. It's going to be shining bright on September the 10th for her to show everybody from the 214 to across the pond 
you know, that she can get her get back. I can't wait, man. It's a huge card. It's a huge card for the sport, a huge card for women's boxing. Look how much women's boxing has grown, man. Like, man, we they're going to sell out an arena in, in, in overseas. The O2 arena is going to not, again, not Dickie's arena. <laughs> like, this is going to be big news, so shout out to Clarissa, shout out to Savannah, shout out to all these ladies, again, who would who do what almost 100% of other women wouldn't do, and they do it so well, and they, they sacrifice themselves, so shout out to them, I, I want to see Clarissa pull it off. Before we end this show, we were speaking on something earlier downstairs, and I didn't think we was going to get a chance um, to talk about it. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. all right, yeah, so... This isn't boxer related, but I just want to give a shout out, guys. I suffer from a, <laughs> I suffer from a disease called achalasia, all right, and um, it I've had it since '06, and it basically, uh, I re I have to rely on gravity to eat. I appreciate you bringing this up, man, because I want to give a shout out to everybody going through this because nobody knows what achalasia is. I've I've been diagnosed with this for 16 years now, and um, it's it, it's a, it's a disease with no cure. Uh, my esophagus, which is the tube that connects to my stomach for my food, um, it it it's pretty much a dead organ now. And um, there's so many people out there who, well, I don't say so many, but it's a very rare disease, but there's still a lot of people who are suffering from it. And it's really been affecting me lately, man. It's really been, I'm literally getting to a point where I'm dropping, I'm dropping a pound a day. Um, there's some medication that works. Uh, there's some medication that... Uh, turns me into a zombie sometimes, but it helps me eat, so I'm trying to pull back from that, but uh, I just want to take a second, uh, and and if it's something you're going through, know that you're not fighting this alone. I know how it's, you know, you eat three times a day, two, three times a day, and it's a constant reminder of what you're going through, and and we talk we talk a lot about mental health. Uh, hey, Cray, let me see that real quick, because it's going to keep flipping back and forth without me. Uh, we talk a lot about mental health. Um, and it's been affecting mine. And, and I'm okay talking about it. Uh, I've been going through some tough, tough, tough stuff. And uh, I just want to just take a second, man, just to, if you're going through something, if you're going through it, again, we've been talking about it with boxers and stuff, but just take a second and know that you're not alone. Uh, know that you're not alone. I've been, I'm blessed with such a support system around me, and I'm not trying to make this about me, but I just want to take a second just to recognize these people that are fighting these silent battles. Um, whether it's achalasia or whatever, whatever it is, it's an auto. Our, mine is an autoimmune disease. Um, I have all the faith in the world that I can be healed, and I, I keep that faith up. Uh, until then, though, I'm gonna keep on battling. Uh, I'm gonna keep on fighting. And um, and if you're watching and if you're going through something uh, that's affecting your mental health, it's affecting your ability to function. It's affecting your ability to work and 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 love on your kids. Um, I get so scared sometimes thinking about the future because I've seen people like grow and and this thing just slowly deteriorate them. Um, and that's that's probably what messes me up more than not being able to eat. So if you know somebody who's going through that, man, show them some love. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the hardest part in the world is, you know, you start thinking these ugly thoughts. But I'm getting through it. My boy Coray. Is my my boy Coray is is has been there for me. Trevor's been there for me. My boy Trevor Young watching this watching this. 
my wife. Trev, Amanda. My wife, Tri- my wife Amanda, not Trevor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, making me soups, making me smoothies, making me shakes. Uh, it's hard, man. Uh, and I, and, uh, but I'm only bringing this up just to uh, just to give somebody some hope, just to give somebody there's light at the end of the tunnel. Um, there's always something to be grateful for, and um, and and we can get through this together. So to my Accolasia family, we're in this together. Uh, to my to everybody going through mental health issues, we're in this together. I will never ever uh, dismiss you. I put this on Twitter, man. If you're going through something, our inbox is always open. Just if you need somebody to listen to you. Um, Correa, I thank you for the opportunity to even talk about this. Like I said, I don't even know we're going to have time. Pray for your brother. <laughs> uh, if you don't pray, um, love on somebody. Love on somebody who might be going through something um, because it's, it, it ain't easy, guys. It ain't easy. But, but what does make things easy is knowing that, that there's people out there that love you, people out there that understand. And even if you've never met me, you can hit our Twitter. You can hit our Instagram. You can inbox me. You get it on Facebook. And if you need somebody to talk to, you can, you can reach out to us because at the end of the day, as our, as our platform continues to grow, if, if, I, if we can make one person's life better, if we can save one person's life, if we can keep one person from hurting themselves, uh, then uh, to me, that battle, that we're, we're winning this battle, all right? So thanks again. And, and just thanks again, guys. Keep me in your prayers. And I'm, I'm praying for everybody else out there who's going through stuff. And we're all in this together, guys. We're, at the end of the day, brown, white, black, Mexican, whatever, yellow, Spence, Bud, whatever, man. You know, Democrat, Republican. We're humans, man. We're humans. And the one thing that drives out darkness is light. The one thing that wins over hate is love. And, and we can put all that Ooh. away. I will preach this to the day I die. We can put all that, all that stuff we don't like about each other and realize, man, did you, you cut us, you cut up open, we, we bleed, bleed the same blood, Ooh. we hurt the same heart. Talk that shit. <laughs> so yeah, man, the Spit Bucket Podcast is not here just talking about boxers. We're here to love. We're here to shine light on the community, shine light on the darkness, and uh, and we are in this together. So thanks again, uh, and thanks again, Corey, for letting me talk yeah. about it. And and yeah, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to my guy JJ Solomon, man. Uh, for um, you know, expressing uh, what's going on with him, uh, we salute everybody out there. Um, if you're going through something, like you say, reach out to us. Um, we got open arms. Uh, like I say, um, this life we live on it's, it's a privilege to take baby. a breath to live a minute. It's a lot of people who have fatalities and and correct. You've been in. You went through yeah, years of medical. I, you I still through, are. I went through my medical uh, issues um, to where I was having seizures. You know and Occasionally, I still do, um, but it's just about um, making sure um, you have that sensitive place inside your heart for people out there who are going through stuff because you never know what the next person is going through, and life is too short not to love, but then we spit out so much hate. So everybody, let's love one another. Like, everybody is our own sister and brother. Let's care about one another like we care about our own blood. You know, they say blood is thicker than water. No, it ain't. You don't got to be blood to Mm -hmm. be thicker than water. This is a proven example with me and my guy right here and Jose Jr. But other than that. And and I I completely, 
my folks and my kids. I completely dismiss them. My parents, man. You know, my dad could easily be like, son, you grown-ass man, get over it. My dad, my mom constantly encouraging me. My kid... <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, yeah, my, my kid, my kids seeing the struggle, you know, and and uh, and they loving me, and that's what give me hope. And my parents loving me, and uh, and just like that, we're gonna give it back out to the. We're gonna take this love that, that we've been blessed with, and we're gonna give it back out to the world, and and we're gonna win these these battles, these hate that we constantly see. Let's just do it together, guys. Thank you, everybody. I love you, mom, dad. I love you, JT, Joey. I love my wife, Amanda. My my friends, yeah. Corey, Trevor, Carlos, all y'all, Carlos, Ben, all my homies, George, man, big part of TSB. So I love all of you guys. Hell, George, or <laughs> I can't talk about this, but George ordered me something to, that might help with my with my swallowing. So thank you, George and Cynthia. So so much love. Appreciate you guys. Let's keep fighting this fight together. And, and once again, um, this show is being brought to you by <laughs> KO. Therapeutics. We need y'all to go to kocbd.com, put in TSB10. TSB is the spit bucket. So TSB10 to get your discount. Y'all know how we coming. Let's hit them with that KO Therapeutic. We salute everybody, man. Y'all have a good one. Take it easy, guys. See y'all tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. This Corey Bradshaw, Mr. Altidia, Mr. Lee Boys can touch me on my worst day. And this is J.J. Solomon. And this is the Spit Bucket Podcast. Big Bucket Podcast.